0: It's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste.
1: I'm Natalie D.
0: Today, we're talking about
1: soda the stuff in the can that goes down easy.
0: So, Natalie, what is soda?
1: <laughs> soda is a soft drink that usually contains carbonated water, a sweetener, and a natural or artificial flavoring.
0: So, it's a form of soup,
1: it's a broth, you might say. <laughs> Effervescent broth that is served cold <laughs> in a very tall and narrow bowl.
0: I'm gonna out myself. I'm not a big soda head. I'll have I'll have one, but it's
1: Ah, oh, you drink a boobly though.
0: Part of the process of getting the pop is like the physical encumbrance of taking it and carrying it around. It's not so much the weight. You know, we're talking, what, eight pounds for a 12-pack? Sure. As it is just the awkwardness of lugging it all around, and it's in these flimsy cardboard containers. I'm sure you've had the experience of trying to lift a cardboard container of pop using the cardboard container's hole in the top of it, and surprisingly, for some reason, punching a giant hole in the top <laughs> damages the
1: <laughs> structural
0: integrity of the box, And right? Right. <laughs> So it's like this balancing act. It's not just the weight of lifting the pot because any fool could pick up eight pounds.
1: Well, that's what Amazon Prime is for. That's where pop comes from.
0: Yeah. Amazon Prime <laughs> now. When you need a Diet Coke at 1130 and it's 945.
1: <laughs> Bring me that Diet Coke. I'll, even, I'll save you the trip of having to come back again. and I'm going to get four things of Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You said bring it. I feel like some companies, their attitude might be, bring it. (laughs) And I feel like Amazon Prime Now's energy is, bring it over. (laughs) Get over here with my pop.
1: (laughs) I've summoned the pop. Bring it forth.
0: (laughs) Is there any way you can put, like eight fucking barcodes on the side of a box of pop and have some guy- You put so many
1: barcodes on it that you've reinforced the box so you can no longer open it.
0: (laughs) There was a while ago, a guy came over and he was an Amazon Prime Now delivery person. He left his driver license on the porch, but it was a temporary driver license.
1: Right. And then I- Got on a call with Amazon. I was like, your employee dropped his driver's license in my yard. And I would like to give it back to them because it seems like the cool thing to do. the lady's like, okay, well, what's your guy's name? and blah blah and then she's like hold on one second and then she put me on hold and she's like yeah just chuck it like they weren't going to go through the hassle of finding the employee and making him come back and figure his license back up
0: and you're like well i have his address right here
1: right i have his address and his name and, so- and he works for you so you should theoretically have his name also it seems like a really easy operation he's probably in your building right now
0: Yeah, I was going to say, he comes to your building to pick up pop. He's coming
1: (laughs) back over here in a couple days to bring me pop again. Cool beans. Cool corporate culture you got there, Amazon.
0: (laughs) Well, what was was really rough is I was like, okay, well, I... Can take care of this, right? I know the guy's name. There's his address and stuff. I looked him up because I was like, I'm going to give him his driver's license back because he drives like probably a few hours a day, right? right?
1: Right. It seems like an important thing.
0: He gets pulled over and he doesn't have a license. He's like, oh, I do have, a, you know, a cops will hassle him and whatever. So I look him up and I type in his name. And the very first thing is his mugshots because he beat up his girlfriend. Right. And I was like, well, I guess we'll never find him. (laughs) He's just dust in the wind.
1: Yeah. He's just going to have to wait that week until his driver's license shows up.
0: You know what? I was going to be the hero here, but you're, uh, you know, and I'm not even going to play God. I'm going to play do what Amazon said to do because... You don't seem that cool. Dot com.
1: I was feeling bad about your, uh, deal of having to work for Amazon, but then I found out about the punching chicks thing.
0: Not super cool. So that's, uh, moral quandary. Listen, sound off in the comments. If you're a subscriber, leave a comment. What would you do?
1: Would you return the temporary driver's license that someone was using? for the week and a half between going to the DMV and getting their license, that temporary piece of paper, would you go out of your way to return that to someone who beats up his girlfriend?
0: That's a, that's <laughs> a classic. That's the guy with the lever in the trolley. That's like a classic right. I, philosophical uh, quandary. Yeah.
1: If it is ever not difficult for me to like do the right thing and do the nice thing, I'll always do it.
0: I think most people will, sure.
1: Yeah. I will even like lightly inconvenience myself. Like naturally, like on, in the course of the day, like no one's going to find out about me being nice, right? Right, sure. Like I go all, I take my grocery cart all the way back into the store and put it back exactly where it goes.
0: Yeah, that's a little weird, but the-
1: <laughs> you know, I'm just saying I just go, I go the extra mile to be nice because it makes me feel better. But don't beat your girlfriend. You know, I'm going to withhold. I'm going to withhold my my kindness. <laughs>
0: nobody, you know, righted the karmic wrong in the universe that day. You know, the guy has his driver's license and. He is dropping off pop right now, probably.
1: Right, right. He got his driver's license like a long time ago at this point. He's like no worse for wear aside from being like, I hope I don't get pulled over for like two or three days. So, (laughs) 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 soft drinks, do you know why soft drinks are called soft drinks?
0: A soft drink is the opposite of hard liquor, right? Right,
1: right. And so it does not have alcohol in it. The alcohol content of something that is a soft drink must be less than point five percent.
0: Who is putting small amounts of alcohol in soft drinks?
1: Just a little bit. It's like homeopathy with booze.
0: Does that is that like microdosing? Does that
1: <laughs> microdosing does booze. that work? Probably. Like
0: guys in Silicon Valley go into work drinking like licking uh, like the cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just getting like a blotter dose of three olives
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the one that tastes like birthday cake or something gross like that (laughs) those are fucking repulsive those always fucking gross me out those flavored vodkas those are so nasty (laughs) Drinks that are like fruit punch and lemonade and like iced tea and kombucha and shit like that, that are non-alcoholic, they are technically soft drinks by definition, but they're not usually referred to as being soft drinks there's like at least here there's implication that it probably has fizz in it
0: who refers i mean who outside of the beverage industry refers to it as a soft drink like if you made you were uh at work like yeah you know you're at work and whatever and uh, you make a friend at work and then they're like oh come over and we'll go hiking in i'm making up a scenario nobody has ever invited me to go hiking in a park and i haven't had a job in a while but let's say your work friend invites you over, and they say, "Natalie, come in. Would you like a soft drink? <laughs> Would you like a refreshment?
1: Would you like any refreshments?" It
0: seems like a very, it seems like a very specific, like Mister Jingles' way to refer to something to drink, right?
1: Right. How about a Mister Jingles' way referring to pop quiz? Okay. <laughs> There are about a million different ways people call pop. List off some of them for me. Like, pop is one, obviously, so you're not going to get a point for that. Soda is one. I flip those, back and forth. I say both of them.
0: Both of those would be my defaults. How about soda pop? Or is that covered?
1: That, that is. <laughs> soda pop is a... Yep, you call it soda pop.
0: Is soda pop inclusive of sody pop?
1: Yes. Soda pop is not on the list. <laughs>
0: Soda and pop. I'm like kinda out of ideas. I'm really racking my brain. (laughs)
1: This is like a casual quiz. This is just a warm up one, so you know.
0: Hey there, miss. Can I get you a fizz? Is that something you would say?
1: You say, fizzy drink.
0: Fizzy drink. Ah, that's such a strange way of referring.
1: Uh, somebody's going to choose you off.
0: Would my maiden like rising bubbles of beverage?
1: That's <laughs> not on the list.
0: <laughs> Cold poppers. No. Didn't they used to drink it on Fraggle Rock? That was like a main thing. They did, the Fraggles, Fraggle Rock was like a class parable. Right. You had the working class, which were the dozers. And then the Fraggles would drink their liquid. No, they would eat their buildings, and their buildings were like candy, and they would very casually eat the dozers, the dozers buildings. Right, but then there was like the big ogres outside the cave, and they were ugly to the Fraggles, but they probably loved each other. So who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any candy houses on Fraggle. Rock. But they
0: didn't drink like Fraggle soda.
1: I don't know. Uh,
0: You know what you could call it is you could call it an effervescent. Is Mm, that in there?
1: No.
0: (laughs) Or is that just when you drink? Is that just when you put Alka-Seltzer in?
1: Alka-Seltzer.
0: You could say sparkling water or sparkling drink. Sparkling water for seltzer or carbonated water and a sparkling drink for...
1: Carbonated drink.
0: I'm totally, I'm just, I would be making up things at this point. I'm totally out of answers. Okay.
1: Cool drink. Cold drink? Cold, not.
0: <laughs> if I could get you a cold drink, I would very plausibly hand you a lemonade.
1: Lemonade's a soft drink, though. E- mm.
0: <laughs> okay, so we're going with cool drink and cold drink <laughs> for two separate uh-huh. answers. Fizzy, and-
1: fizzy juice? Fizzy juice? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Lolly water. No! (laughs) Uh, Seltzer. Coke, because you know down in the South they call everything Coke. Tonic and mineral. Now,
0: tonic water, sure, but you would say, would you like some mineral?
1: Would you like a mineral?
0: Man, that'd be somebody comes back from the fridge with, like, amethyst, and you're like, great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, they would come back with a, a, a can of monster energy drink.
0: No, <laughs> oh, that would be swag. Uh, one of the best things that I ever saw was when I went to the prison, and in the break room of the prison, they had a dispenser that dispensed monster energy drinks, but it only took coins. So I had to stand there pumping coins into the machine. It just got me more hyped up to get my monster. <laughs>
1: That's because they have them there so you're, you can have them when you go overnight.
0: The hardest sodi pop of all.
1: <laughs> it's just disgusting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, they actually make energy drinks, which I guess are a form of soda because mm-hmm. they're lightly carbonated. They actually make energy drinks on purpose to have that very sharp taste because they found in consumer research, and this is from when i worked for a company that made drinks they found in consumer research that having this unbalanced gross taste actually led consumers to have the subjective feeling that they were getting more energy from it because it gives them the perception that they're drinking medicine right it's called yucky in the industry it's called an unbalanced taste
1: that's how they call yucky.
0: You know, in in the billion dollar caffeinated <laughs> beverage industry, they they do not use terms such as yucca.
1: That's my mom. That's my mom's word. Yeah, yucca.
0: <laughs> they don't say gross.
1: <laughs> gross. I like gross. <laughs> Ew, that monster with gross. <laughs>
0: So La Croix or La Croix, however they intend for you to say it, is bottled or canned by this independent manufacturer, relatively independent, right? Uh-huh. And it had its moment in the sun. It's kind of got it's kind of gotten taken over by large manufacturers who stepped in and said, "Hey, I guess the seltzer water market's big, so you know, Polar and uh, Pepsi came out with boobly which is probably pronounced bubbly, but, you know, phonics. And now Coke is coming out, and you told me, what's the name of the Coke seltzer that's coming out? Uh Aha. Yeah, and this, by the way... (laughs)
1: That's what it's called, by the way. (laughs) Uh This
0: episode is not sponsored by any beverage manufacturers.
1: If any beverage manufacturers want to sponsor our podcast, then, you know, come at me.
0: If you're making billions of dollars taking the Earth's precious water resource and selling it back to us who should be able to drink it because we live here on the Earth and we don't have a choice, then I should get some of the money. Hands up if you want some of the money. So my hand is up. So this AHA, you said it contains caffeine, right? Right,
1: right. So it's caffeinated, bubly.
0: My first response was, I think what they should do is they should make a version called AHA Wow. (laughs) And it should, and how much caffeine does AHA have in it? Like 30 or 40 milligrams. If you drink a Starbucks, it could have 400 milligrams of caffeine, right? Right, right. So AHA Wow, 700.
1: (laughs) Like pant shitting amounts.
0: <laughs> and it comes and it comes in a can that has a combination lock on the top. So right. you have to be you have to really make sure you want it.
1: Right. And you had to sign a waiver.
0: This is like when I said, Look, okay, there's a lot <laughs> of ideas out in the world, but I don't have the resources to bring everything out. So I'm just gonna do the thing. Who invented the seatbelt? Easy answer, John seatbelt. He gave his idea back into the world. It was actually the Volvo Corporation, but gave John Volvo gave his <laughs> idea back out into the world and said, "Use it, so you don't die when you're driving." Great idea. Same thing for me. Aha! Wow, number one, number two, my previously best invention: pre mixed mashed potatoes and corn,
1: and also people food.
0: Yeah, I mean, you shut I'm not gonna kinda...
1: podcast down and just start a think tank
0: give credit where credit is due Natalie came up with the idea of feeding pap to people <laughs> I don't want to it's steal it's crunchy
1: it's not it's crunchy it's
0: now not in- like
1: it's not like a gruelish like oatmeal <laughs>
0: now introducing hard pap
1: <laughs> crunchy pap <laughs> extreme pap <laughs> <laughs> Crunchtastic
0: <laughs> Take your pap to crunch town
1: Right, right <laughs> So um, Harvard thought that they were going to be smart guys And they tracked the usage of the nine most common terms for soft drinks That people call them casually Soda was the most popular And that is concentrated in like the northeastern United States, in California, and some areas in the middle a little bit. And then pop is like the Midwest and the Pacific Northwest. And then in the south, in the United States, they say Coke. In eastern Massachusetts, they call it tonic.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Just only eastern Massachusetts? Yeah, it's like a very
1: localized thing. Okay. Okay. In the United Kingdom and Ireland, they say fizzy drink and fizzy pop. Oh, are we including them? The whole world is important to the world, right? What do they call it? I'm in- sure that we got listeners in there. They have the same language. Mm-hmm. So we're talking like people who speak English. What
0: do they call it in Australia? That's the other one that speaks American.
1: Um, fizzy drink or soft drink. Uh, fizzy juice is used in Scotland.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Mineral is used in Ireland. In Ireland, they also use lemonade as a generic term for a soft drink.
0: Really? Right. And... You know what would be good? Huh? Carbonated lemonade. Go ahead.
1: There is such a thing as carbonated lemonade.
0: Oh, yeah. Sprite.
1: (laughs) Um, and, uh, did I say Scotland says fizzy juice yet? Yeah, you did. They do. Um... In South Africa, they say cool drink or cold drink as the generic term for their pop. Our discussion of pop brings us now to the point in our podcast where we have to address the elephant in the room. We have to answer or at least pontificate on the question, what if fish were aliens from outer space? Do you think they are?
0: You know... I'm not trying to make a play on words, but I floated this idea (laughs) past Natalie before several hours before we started this today.
1: I thought you might want to debate this topic for a moment because I don't know how we would make it carry a whole episode. But I want to give you your own segment to have, have a discussion on this topic. So what are your thoughts? Are the fish aliens?
0: Well, like any good thought experiment, there's no one answer, and we don't really know. But the fact remains, go to the very bottom of the ocean. You, right now, go to the very bottom of the ocean. It's hard, right? Who knows what's down there? Right. Number one. Number two, space. Pressure in space is almost zero. The reason is there's almost no molecules out there. It's... Almost a vacuum, but it's not totally a vacuum. That's why spaceships have to be aerodynamic because in every cubic meter of space, there's maybe one molecule, but if you rip through space, there's enough molecules, you'll burn your ass up, right? right. Vacuum of space, long time. Think about this. When a spaceship accelerates, that's force in the Newtonian system of physics. Force is mass times acceleration, Right? Mm -hmm. So when you are accelerating, you are creating a force. Fighter pilots. When they're all zooming around and thrashing around and doing flips and they're doing Top Gun and stuff, they have to do G-training, which is because of the force of them moving their plane around, it drains the blood from their brain and they pass out.
1: Right. Right?
0: A spaceship is traveling way further and way faster than an F-14, right? So a spaceship is going to be accelerating. What kind of incompressible fluid would you put in a spaceship to prevent extreme forces from acting on an object you would put water water is nearly incompressible mm-hmm. air is compressible if you're in a spaceship in air and the spaceship is accelerating you know it's gonna fuck up your body because it's gonna impress this force on your body but let's say you're in a buoyant tank for example a fish tank
1: mm-hmm
0: Water is nearly incompressible, which means you can have a fish tank in an atmosphere, you can have 20, 50 atmospheres, and the volume of the water is not going to change because of the way that water is structured on the molecular level. Mm-hmm. Fish or underwater mammals would be the ideal type of animal to travel through space. Mm-hmm. Also, scientists once found a clam that was 500 years old. In their process of figuring out how old the clam was, they killed it because it was still alive. Right. There are also species of turtle that are several hundred years old. Uh There are species of Greenland shark that are hundreds of years old. So we already know that there are animals that live in the ocean that exceed human lifespan. hmm So it's possible to think that, you know, you can put some of these motherfuckers on a spaceship. So you go in your spaceship, and you're going so fast. You're, like, approaching speeds where relativity starts kicking in. You're approaching the speed of light because you just keep accelerating and accelerating, right? Mm-hmm. And you're a fish, and you're in this tank, so you're not feeling any of the effects of this force upon your body, and you can live hundreds of years. So you can travel much further than people. And of course, you can have you can lay eggs, and then there's more fish in the water, dolphins, or whatever they use, right? Right. Tell me this: Apollo Eleven, Neil, Buzz, other guy, went there to the moon, came back. Where did they land? On Earth. Yes. <laughs> Where on earth did they land? In the water. In the ocean. You go in your fish tank, you're in your fish tank. Your shit is shooting through space. Uh-huh. You're hurtling. You're going close to the speed of light. You've just got generations of fish or dolphins or whatever going and going in the water and you're just fucking rocketing. And then when you get to earth again, you have to put on the brakes. Uh-huh. When you get close to Earth, you have to put on the brakes. You have to slow down, because if you slam into Earth... So the fish, going through outer space, and then they put the brakes on, which is like reversing the direction of whatever is forcing their spaceship. And again, they're in the tank, so they're resisting it. Drops them gently in the ocean, where they now live. And they're used to it, because they were just in the fish tank on the spaceship.
1: But why? Why? You know, why do
0: we wake up in the morning?
1: Here's my thought. All of the animals that do not live in the ocean or in the rivers and lakes in water, all of the land animals that live on the surface, I think all of them are aliens. Because if they really lived on Earth, they would live inside of it.
0: You think they would live in?
1: Inside of Earth. And so I think that that, I, that implies to me that they're not from here. That includes us and ducks <laughs> and everybody else.
0: <laughs> it's entirely plausible to say that hey, if there were aliens that came from outside Earth and they came and they landed in the water and then someone got ambitious and crawled out of the ocean like a far side comic, right. yeah, it was, it was, it was one of it was. Look, you can't take credit. It was one of your ancestors.
1: <laughs> That's a long time ago. So you might say that. <laughs> so you might say they're ancient aliens. <laughs> Think about it.
0: You might say, well, how did they find Earth? You can take a spectrum of the emissions that come from the sun. hmm And you can look at the quality of the wavelengths of all of the light that come out of it. Mm -hmm. It's called a spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. You take that and you analyze it and you say, oh, it's hydrogen undergoing a fusion reaction to helium. So you can tell that this is happening, right? Mm -hmm. It's not hard to imagine that dolphins that came from outer space would point their lasers around. They would be like, aha, Earth.
1: Right. Right, that place is so totally that wet.
0: Pl- yes. <laughs> yes. That place is full of water. That's what we use. So let's go there. In our time scale, you know, it took a long time, but in the time scale of these interstellar fish, it was just overnight, essentially. They came here, they went in the water. Think about this they came up out the water, started turning into other stuff. Right. And then that turned into us, and then what do we drink? Water and fizzy water.
1: Right. What if fish were people, and people were fish? Think about that.
0: I don't feel like you're taking this seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know what they use water for is to make pop, and do you know how old pop is?
0: No. How old is pop?
1: Um, they started making it in, like, the Middle Ages, in medieval times. In the Middle East, they had some fruit-flavored drink that they drank called sharbat. And then...
0: How did they carbonate it?
1: It wasn't carbonated, But it doesn't have to be carbonated to be a soft drink.
0: Okay. So... Yeah, that keeps getting me fucked up, because I keep thinking, like, well, how did they... Fizzy lemonade, that could be good.
1: <laughs> but they would make it, and they would put, like, sugar syrup and honey in it they would flavor it with lemons and apples and pomegranates and tamarind and jujube and sumac and musk that sounds gross to me but also mint
0: and ice well i mean they probably put just a little bit of musk in it isn't that what you take out of like the ass of a weasel
1: i think you take it out of some glands out of a musk animal yeah
0: Okay. So like a teenager.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just take their stink right out. <laughs> uh in Tudor England they had a soft drink that was called Water Imperial. And it was lemon with cream of tartar. Oh,
0: criminy.
1: So they did that and then in, in Paris it was like very popular to have lemonade. And they had people who would wear like big tanks on their backs like like Ghostbusters. <laughs> And they would be full of lemonade and they would go around and sell it to people.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Lemonade backpack. So okay, so that was what was popping off in France.
0: That's what the <laughs> That's what the Gucci Main song Lemonade was about. Right, right. It was about those guys in Paris in the eighteen hundreds.
1: That was the sixteen hundreds, my dude.
0: That was the Gucci Main song Lemonade was about Paris in the sixteen hundreds.
1: <laughs> Slingin' Lemonade, out of your lemonade backpack. <laughs> um, so there's an English guy who, in the 1700s, figured out how to make fizzy water. And he was like, oh, I discovered how to fizz this water up. And then he's like, mm, I think it's tasty. And so he started sell- He started giving it to his friends to drink and-, and doing all kind of stuff. And then he wrote a paper about how to do it. And then everyone's like, let's make pop now. It's going to be so fizzy. Watch out.
0: And so that basically kicked off the revolution that mm-hmm. led us to bubbly and Aha. Uh-huh.
1: The first <laughs> reference to a carbonated beverage is ginger beer. That was from 1809.
0: Okay. So originally, carbonated drinks came from fermentation, right? Mm-hmm. And so, this was the first non fermentation way of creating carbonation. Though? Right,
1: right. Okay. And so, that was also like it, people thought it was real great, like temperance people and shit like that. Like, oh, you drink this, it's very cool, but also not alcoholic. So, and then they were like, oh, we like these bubbles in our water. Let's put a bunch of shit in it. And then it started being a thing where pharmacists would make up, like, recipes. And be like, this is, like, the healthy tonic. And then they would squirt it in the cups and, like, fill it up with bubbly water. And that's where, like, Coke and Pepsi and stuff like that came from.
0: Oh, was Coke originally, like, a medicine?
1: It was, like, it was, like, a tonic. Health tonic. Like, not, it's, like, it was, like, bullshit medicine.
0: (laughs) Like a smoothie? Yeah. Like a Jamba Juice? Okay. It's good for you. Like a Jamba Juice with bee pollen makes or something? It you,
1: makes your face yeah. pinker, or whatever the fuck they would say back then.
0: Oh, wow. makes,
1: makes you fat as a pig. <laughs> you know, whatever they would say back then.
0: But the times have changed. Now, drinking soda all the time makes you skinny,
1: so. <laughs> well, back then, they said, like, it was a good thing. Like, everyone was all sickly looking. Like, oh, this will make you pink as a butthole, and... That is a pig. <laughs> You'll be the most loveliest lady in town.
0: The thing I always think about when I get sick or I get a sinus infection or something like that. Back then, if you got a sinus infection, you just had it for a couple of years.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was called like Qatar.
1: <laughs> and then you died of it.
0: Or you might not die of it. You might just continue to work at the shirtwaist factory.
1: And you just have a chronic lung infection.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swag.
1: They call you old coffin Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Andy with the guitar. <laughs> He's always coughing in the coffin. He really ought to go get himself a Coke, he would be fat as a pig. <laughs> Yeah, so they, that then they started having the soda fountains and stuff. That was how they got to put soda fountains in the drugstores.
0: Okay, okay.
1: And then, like, then they started putting it in bottles, and then forget about it. Now we got pop. Watch out for that. So, let's do a... Do a little fucking quiz.
0: I mean, I don't really appreciate the language, but... <laughs> I would do a quiz, but you have to give me some language temperance. Here.
1: <laughs> a pretty good flipping quiz
0: <laughs> Now that's getting me fizzy. Let's go.
1: Top four: soda consuming countries. go. Uh
0: huh Per capita soda or overall?
1: Just I assume per capita. Per person, like who's drinking pop?
0: Who uh, the United States have got to be in there.
1: Number two is the United States.
0: Number two.
1: Who wants to drink some pop? Uh, uh.
0: How about Mexico?
1: Mexico's number four on the list.
0: I'm gonna have to go with Canada. No. Really? What do they drink?
1: Milk? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Probably like water.
1: Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to vote milk. Cana-
0: <laughs> Canadians are like more normal than us. <laughs> Canadians like do what people are supposed to do. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> How many guesses do I get?
1: Um, you've guessed three times. I'm gonna, I will give you two more guesses.
0: Two more guesses. Yeah.
1: Just so you have a chance of, of nailing it.
0: Uh you know who I think probably drinks a lot of soda? Brazil. No. Just cuz Brazil's the biggest country in South America. Cola and and pop and drinking drinks seems like tropical to me. You know, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go with Australia.
1: So you're done. Uh, then am I done? Yeah.
0: I don't get one more.
1: You can go ahead and take one more. Go ahead. ahead. You can do it. Denmark. No. (laughs) Number one, Argentina. What? Number two is the United States. Number three is Chile. What are you guys doing? They're drinking pop, dude.
0: (laughs) You guys are truly keeping it.
1: Keeping it fizzy.
0: Coked up. So, what do they drink in Argentina and Chile? Do they drink, like, Coca Cola?
1: Um, I'm not sure what they drink. They drink whatever the pop is down there. They drink, they probably have Coke and then they have, like, local kinds of pop.
0: Do they call it Coke because they're in the South?
1: I don't know, buddy. They you, I say they call it Refresca.
0: They probably call it, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Over 34 billion gallons of soft drinks are sold in the world every year. That's a lot of refreshment kind of (laughs) in the 90s speaking of pop (laughs) in the 90s coke had this thing where they're like oh listen i have a great idea let's have all of the pop machines have thermometers in them and we'll keep track of the weather and when it gets hotter we'll make the pop cost more
0: Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) And they got dragged so bad that they aborted the mission immediately.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's like surge pricing, Uh right? uh That's devious. It
1: is. It is. Did you know that if you are mixing liquor in with your soda and you use diet soda instead of regular, you'll get drunker. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because your body digests the sugar that is in the drink. And so it slows down your absorption of it, like, in the same way as, like, eating something at the same time. And so if you have something that has no calories, like, if you put, like, vodka and diet orange soda, for example.
0: <laughs> just random example. Just that. Let's pick something that nobody ever does. <laughs> no,
1: not not my favorite drink. <laughs> And you'll get fucked up, like, more than if you mix it with regular orange soda.
0: You know what I want is I want to take Galen's 151 Vodka, which is really only suitable for making hash. Uh And I want to take that and mix it with Aha! Wow! Orange. (laughs) Zero calories. Artificial orange flavor. 700 milligrams of caffeine. I'm going to call that a 14 loco. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> that's what's popping. I'm going to get alive now.
1: Ah! That's what it would be like.
0: Yeah, that's... I, that's what I'm screaming. <laughs>
1: that's what I'm screaming. <laughs> what if I told you we have so many quizzes tonight?
0: All right. Let's...
1: <laughs>
0: let's quiz
1: what
0: is, are we gonna go right into it now are we gonna go into the next quiz
1: yes are you fucking ready because it's, it's a conversational quiz do you want to do a fucking quiz we're gonna do so many fucking quizzes today because you know what honestly there's a couple podcasts we did previously where i forgot to do a quiz. So you have to do makeup.
0: It's like when you get so many snow days, you have to keep going to school in June. Right. Yeah.
1: Did you know that the Coca-Cola Company makes 3,500 different beverages?
0: Yes, I did. Do I get a point for that? No. I didn't. I also didn't know that.
1: (laughs) Your quiz is I'm going to tell you the name of a soda that the Coca-Cola Company makes. And you tell me what it's flavored like. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Here it is. Guess what this Coke tastes like. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> wow. Frescolita. Uh,
0: Fresca is diet grapefruit, but it's called uh-huh. Frescolita. Uh
1: huh. Frescolita. F R E S C O L I T A.
0: I think it's half strength grapefruit. Like when you go to the ramen restaurant and you get your soup too hot, so you take some of your kid's soup, you tell your kid like, hey, go get me a refill of my drink and then you pour some of her soup in yours to make it less hot. So I think it's like half grapefruit, half plain.
1: (laughs) A That you're wrong. A Frescolita is a red cream soda that, has a flavor similar to chewing gum.
0: That sounds revolting. (laughs) That is really disgusting. The only reason why chewing gum is not on my list of four hated foods is because it's not a food. You don't swallow it. You're supposed to spit it out when you're done.
1: Next one, ambasa. Ambasa. How's that spelled? A-M-B-A-S-A.
0: Well, I'm thinking two things. I'm thinking amaretto, but I'm also thinking ambrosia. Have you heard of ambrosia mm-hmm, salad? Mm-hmm. That's where they get like marshmallows and pistachio pudding and like jello or something.
1: It's like marshmallows and canned pineapple. Yeah. That's crushed pineapple.
0: That's lit. We used to have that in Kentucky. I might uh, have some of that. It's good because we would always go to my grandma's house and she would have cans of food and they had a flood. The Kentucky River flooded like I think in the 70s and they had all this food in their basement because they saved it because they always, cause they lived in the Depression and then they were like, well, we should always save food. But then after about 50 years, they were like, well, I guess there won't be a Depression so they would like open up the cans and cook it. But that's what they would have and then... They would do ambrosia salad, and I'd be like, well, I'm still hungry. Marshmallow-type soda, just like vanilla and like a little bit of aromatic-type soda.
1: I'm going to go ahead and give it to you because you're so close. It's milk-flavored soda. Milk? Yeah. It's like creamy-flavored. Wow. Sweet, creamy-flavored is similar to marshmallow-flavored, if you ask me. I will give it to you because you're not going to get any other ones. (laughs) 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 Just to show that I am a benevolent... Quizmaster.
0: Okay. <laughs> You're like the lady at the SATs who sharpens your pencil for you.
1: Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's good. Go ahead. Ah, uh, Delaware Punch.
0: Now, I know this. This is cherry flavored, but it has a very high interest rate. <laughs> That's my guess. Cherry.
1: No, it's fruit punch with a heavy grape flavor. Ooh. And I would like to let you know I added this. side When reading about what the hell Delaware Punch was, guess why they call it Delaware Punch?
0: Because it's like Washington crossing the Delaware. It was a struggle and ended in this bullshit.
1: (laughs) No, it's because the flavor of the grape that they used in the drink was based off a grape cultivar that was developed in Delaware, Ohio.
0: Oh, Delaware, Ohio.
1: Okay. For those of you who are not from central Ohio, Delaware is like our little hat in Columbus. Like like there's Columbus and then little guy right on top of us is Delaware.
0: It is a cute little town. I like it. it. Yeah. It's a cute little town and it's north of here and you can go there and they have little things yeah, and you I come like it back there. here. Yeah. I
1: always like going there. It's a nice little place, but it's like our hat. It's just right there on top of us on the north, like right on top.
0: And it's named after a different state, because why why not?
1: (laughs) I think it might be named after the Delaware tribe. It was named
0: after John Delaware.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Inventor of Delaware. How about you tell me what Lilt is?
0: Lilt? Mm -hmm. Lilt, to me, is like a very beautiful way of speaking, like an irish accent right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is just a a really nice it's a very nice accent to hear right Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking something that is subtle and nice like rosemary flavored soda just like just a touch of it and just a hint of sweetness
1: no it is pineapple and grapefruit flavored
0: okay so actually really (laughs) heavy-handed pineapple and grapefruit together
1: Mm -hmm. okay how about beverly
0: beverly (laughs) that's gonna be cigarette flavored soda (laughs) no i think um i think that a beverly would be kind of lime flavored but i think it would be a little creamy like one of those stewart sodas but like lime that's my guess
1: that that sounds good. Beverly is grapefruit rind flavored and it's bitter. Oh. It's like an aperitif.
0: Aperitifs are good, though, but it's not alcoholic. So it's like shooting yourself in the <laughs> foot there, Beverly.
1: <laughs> um, they say that Beverly is the worst pop ever. <laughs> who says that? It's like the people, people who say. drink it? Yeah. People online who've tried it.
0: Well, now I want to get it. I need to try it. If you've ever tried a Beverly, Leave us a comment.
1: How about an Aquarius?
0: Aquarius, mm-hmm. what is that supposed to mean astrologically?
1: It's like the water
0: guy. See, that doesn't help because Pop's got so much water. It's in made
1: it. of it. It's like hydrate with this. Feeling dry? Wet it down. You're like you're like the guy rolling the the thing up the hill. Sisyphus. Your mouth is always getting dry. And you're always gonna need to wet it down. Then it's gonna get dry again. And then you're gonna need to wet it down again forever. so for a couple times a couple times maybe you should try Aquarius (laughs) it wets it down in a slightly different way you should give it a shot you're going to have to wet it down anyway (laughs) I
0: to me in my mind Aquarius is like 1993 blue and aqua green rollerblades cool ocean flavor right Uh like cool breeze flavor like maybe a little minty, but then an overwhelming flavor of sort of grapey
1: it is like grapefruit gatorade
0: grapefruit gatorade
1: it okay. is they they've made it in Japan to be a competitor to Pocari sweat, okay,
0: so all of these drinks that you're listing off are all grapefruit,
1: a lot of them are,
0: and then one was grape,
1: pineapple and grapefruit. And milk and red cream soda. The last one, though. Apple
0: Tizer. I hope this is a gimme. I'm going to say apple flavored. It's carbonated apple juice. Yes. That's what's up.
1: Yes. Wrecking it.
0: Yeah. One out of eight. Right. Is that how many there were? Is there um,
1: were eight? I gave you milk when you said. I gave you the two milk
0: out of Eight. That's right, a big 25% for this man.
1: I gotta keep you thinking. Pop, we learned a lot about it today. Everyone did. I did. You did.
0: We did, and if you're out there and you're making something other than grapefruit pop, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's the app that you have to use to listen to this who knows? But give us a five-star review on there. Go to GarbageBrainUniversity.com. Hit us with a subscription. It doesn't cost very much, but you can leave comments and you can hear the other half of our episodes you don't already get to hear. Again, Natalie is at Natalie D E E on Twitter. Send her a message if you've ever had soda or pop. <laughs> I'm at Drew Toothpaste on Twitter if you have a mentholated pop. I would like to try that, especially if it has nicotine in it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Love you. That was intense. Good night.